Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots. So feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today we're going to be talking about the iconic 90s slasher Scream. Let's get spooky. Um, okay. I'm going to kick us off with a summary. So a teenager and her boyfriend are murdered by a masked killer, aka Ghostface, sparking news media to swarm their high school since the killer is still on the loose. Sydney Prescott is one of the students that went to school with the victims. We learn that her mother was murdered one year earlier, and the local reporter, Gail Weathers, suspects that the person arrested wasn't actually responsible. While her dad is out of town, Sydney is attacked by Ghostface at her home. She fights him off, but then her boyfriend, Billy, arrives with a cell phone, and Sydney is convinced he's guilty. The police take him into custody, but that night, Sydney receives another call from the killer. So Billy's released, and suspicion is then shifted onto Sydney's father, who's unable to be found. School is suspended due to all the murders, and a friend of Sydney's, Stu, hosts a party to celebrate school being closed. During this party, some other people are murdered, but most of the party attendants leave when they find out that their principal has also been murdered and his body is hanging out in the field. Uh, Sydney's chased around by Ghostface, and it's eventually revealed to her uh, that it's her very own boyfriend, Billy, with Stu as his accomplice. They tell her that they were responsible for her mother's death also, and that they're going to kill her and frame her father for all of the murders. Sydney, with the help of Gail, fights back, killing both Billy and Stu, and putting an end to the murders. For now. <laughs> yeah, that's Scream. All in all, I think you weren't, like, super far off with your prediction of what this movie uh, is about. Which I yeah, feel like is fair. It's a very popular movie, so I feel like it's kind of unavoidable to, like, at least get an idea of what's in it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I will say I had no idea who it was at the end. Okay. I had no idea who was going to be. I thought um, there's a scene where Dewey is eating an ice cream and he drops it or something and you see the police officer's boots. And so I'm like, those are police issued boots. It's Dewey. Dewey is the killer. And so I was convinced for like half of the movie that it was Dewey. <laughs> they actually did that on purpose. <laughs> that was, yeah, there were a lot of little misdirects that they wanted to do. Yep. Um, and even like when they promoted this movie back in the 90s when it came out. Um, so originally, Drew Barrymore was offered the part of Sydney uh, due to like scheduling conflict. She wasn't really able to do it. So then she was like, I want to play Casey because A, less time I can fit into my schedule plus B because at that time Drew Barrymore was this huge household name and everybody else kind of wasn't she's like if I die in the first 10 minutes of the movie anything can happen and that's what people will expect so her face is on the poster they featured her heavily in promotions um and she was top billed and all of that was just so that people wouldn't suspect that she would die so quickly <laughs> yeah I, I was also surprised that she died very early, so makes sense to me. So what did you think? I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yep. I think I I think I missed out a little bit by not having seen some of the movies that they reference. 
throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, but I had like enough background knowledge to know. Um, and I love, love, love that a lot of it was Halloween because I have seen that movie and I'm obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. So instantly makes the movie better that she has like a semi cameo um, being in the movie by being in the movie. Um, but I also loved the like breaking the third wall. And yeah, it was great. I get the hype. I get your hype. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the best draws of this movie is that it is satire. Like it, it is very self-aware. It was meant to be a slasher that's making fun of slashers. That's mm-hmm. why there's so many references. That's why Randy is so like, virgins can't die and like all this stuff. Like, you know, he knows the rules and they kind of follow those rules, right? A little bit. They break some of them, but um and actually, so when they went to make Scary Movie, which is a parody of horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the main movies that they make fun of. And the writers kept having trouble because they'd make a joke and then they'd be like, oh, wait, Scream already made that joke. We got to think of something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't Scream originally called Scary Movie? It was. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. And there's there's more scary movies than there are screams, right? Um, I think there's five scary movies, and there's going to be six screams. So, okay, this year they will uh, outlast them. (laughs) Hey, yeah, Yeah, I'm really excited to watch the other ones now because I think I think you told me that the the killer's a different person every time. I mean, you would have to be. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things about the Scream series and why I think I like it more than other slashers is because it's not this unkillable monster like Michael or Freddy or Jason. Like, Ghostface dies and that's it. And then the next movie, you get a new Ghostface. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or Ghostfaces. Who's to say? (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Okay. But Um. this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I started watching horror movies before I liked horror movies. (laughs) (laughs) I used to hate them. They scared me. I was a little bitch. I did not like it at all. (laughs) Um, And I think when I, I suffered through a lot of them. And then when I watched this one, it was like, everything clicked. I was like, okay, I get it. I understand the appeal. And it was all over after that. (laughs) I was in deep. Amazing. All downhill from there. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Um, so you didn't think it was scary at all, did you? Okay. Well, I mean, like, I think maybe the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, you know, a couple, like, uh, but no, 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 no. (laughs) On a scale of one to five? Oh, one. Oh, we're skipping to it. All right. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, I I mean, you know. Um, okay. One, I, I believe it. It's, Yeah. It's actually a movie that I usually, like, show to people to get them into horror movies. A lot of the times I'll start with Scream, because I don't think it's that scary, and I think it's a good introductory into the genre, and yeah. True, true. I just wish that I had seen the other movies that they were talking about. Like That's I've true. Them. Yeah. But, but I, just, I understood enough. Um, you know, there were a couple jump scares. Um I gave it a 1.5. That's fair. It was too busy being sexy to be scary. Oh my god. Five out of five sexy. Four and a half. Okay, wrong. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) 
No, Ghostface is sexy. Stumacher is the sexiest of all the Ghostfaces. Yes. I'm right. I'm brave enough to say it. Don't fight me on it. <laughs> no, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> you agree and you don't even know who the other Ghostfaces are. <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, how could you top him? Matthew Lillard is perfect. He is perfect. And he was, like, accidentally cast. He was just accompanying his girlfriend to an unrelated audition. And the casting director for Scream, like, saw him in the hallway and was like, hey, you, let's go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and he nailed the audition. And he did so well in it. Like, definitely one of my favorite villains of all time. He mm -hmm. ad-libbed so many of his lines. Like the, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> all him. <laughs> That's amazing. He's the um, only person we follow on Instagram. And we're going to keep it that way. I agree. <laughs> Big fan of uh, Matthew. I could also see why somebody watching this movie would be like, that is Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Okay. No? I mean, I guess I don't watch this movie and see Shaggy in that role at all. But... Well, no, but... Like, his facial expressions and the way he talks. and Yeah. He is very animated. Yes. Which he even said, he did an interview once, and he was talking about how, like, the last 20 minutes of this movie, he's like, me and Skeet were just at a 10. And he's like, Wes Craven is insane for letting us go on like that. Like He's like, if I had been sitting behind the camera watching us perform like that, I would have been like, let's dial it back 58%. Like <laughs> <laughs> But I'm so glad that Wes let it happen because I, Wes, like we're on a first name basis. Um, yeah. Mr. Craven <laughs> did, <laughs> did that because I adore the ending of this movie. I think it was perfect. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, that garage door death. Yeah. That's probably why I gave it a 1.5. Honestly, I'm so afraid of being squished by my garage door. <laughs> Luckily, now they have those sensors where, you know, like... It true, true. But it could always fall. That's true. Just saying. Um, sure. Just saying. Um, yeah. That was almost worse than it falling on you. Yeah. They had to... <laughs> they had to, like, nail her shirt to the, uh... To the the uh, doggy door, because <laughs> because Rose McGowan was so small that she kept like falling out of it when they were lifting it. Oh no! <laughs> so they were like, "Got a nail in." That's so funny. Yeah. Mm. But uh, Courtney Cox, she's she plays Gail Weathers. She had to like really lobby for the role. She wanted, she told her agent specifically that she wanted to play someone who's like a bitch because <laughs> she wanted something different than her role on Friends as Monica. Yeah. And Monica was the reason that the people at Scream were like, no, we don't, we don't want to consider her. She, yeah. She did it. She lobbied hard enough and they finally gave her a chance and nailed it. <laughs> yeah, she did great. Yeah, she Isn't did. this how she met her now ex-husband? Doing yes. right, David Arquette. Yeah, they they met on set. I think Wes Craven actually like pushed 
David to ask her out. <laughs> and then, Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Making magic happen. I know. On and off screen. Truly. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of, I only noticed a couple of them, but reading more about it, there was a lot more than the couple that I noticed. Um, like editing errors where like people's mouths are moving and they're saying something completely different or people's mouths aren't moving and they're saying something. Yep. Yeah. You can see a cameraman at one of the scenes at the very beginning when Casey's oh, like no. walking through her house, you see just like his shadow. And then they made fun of that fully in Scary Movie, where like the entire outline of the man's shadow is just in the shot, like on purpose. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You need to watch the scary movies too. I know. I've seen the fourth one. Only the fourth one. My mom and I went to go and see something and the theater was too full we would have had to sit in the front of the theater and i would rather die so we yeah um so we were like what else is playing right now and they're like scary movie four and we're like okay and the only reason i remember that it's scary movie four i don't remember anything about it except that the beginning is dr phil cutting off the wrong leg yes and his legs being folded into the number four yeah unfortunately you watched the second worst scary movie. <laughs> oh no. Is the first one good? Okay, so like yes. Okay. They are on the list if we ever want to venture into that. It's definitely more comedy Ooh. than horror, but like, you know, it still counts. Um but I will say and we can talk about that more in in those episodes, but they there are some jokes that do not age well in terms of oh, no. political correctness. Oh, so no. They're definitely a product of their time, and I still have, like, a, a a deep love for them because they were so great when I watched them as kids. But, like, you know, we can we can be a little critical of some of the jokes that were made and still love those movies. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's happening with a lot of the older movies that we've watched. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, fun fact, the use of caller ID tripled after scream came out really yeah that's impact right there <laughs> people were like oh, that's not gonna happen to me <laughs> right <gasps> i believe it it's so wild that like somebody having a cell phone was the reason that he was jailed for a potential like a crime yeah it's the 90s. People didn't have cell phones. <laughs> it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Um, um, yeah, no, that's wild. It was wild. Yeah. Why did you have a cell phone? What? It's like, what do you mean? nowadays, can you imagine someone being like, well, they have a cell phone, so it's them. Right? Like, yeah. So does half the world. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Cell phones, man. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. Hi. What else? What else? Uh, Roger Jackson. He does the voice of Ghostface. Oh, it's not a voice modifier. No, it was actually oh. him talking. So no one on the set 
really met him so that their reactions to his voice were really sincere. And he was actually talking to them on the phone. Like, during their scenes, he would actually be on the phone with them talking to them so that they could react in real time to Mm -hmm. him. Um, And originally, the producers were like, he's just a placeholder. Like, we'll dub it over in post. And then after he, like, did his performance, Wes Craven was like, nah, that's that's the voice. Yeah. (laughs) And it's crazy to think about now because his his voice has become so iconic and like a staple in the franchise. That's interesting. I know. Um, it, it was really sexy. It was a sexy <laughs> voice. It had that sexy undertones. Okay. Well, no, I didn't say that, but almost. I mean, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, de- it definitely had, I get the appeal. Yeah. One of the producers, though, he hated the, like, mask that they used. Yeah, he was like, I want it changed. Give me, like, seven options. I'll choose which one I like. And everybody else was like, no, we're going to shut down production. This is the mask. (laughs) And I, they were so right. Like, I love them for that. Just being like, no, we're using this or else the movie is not happening. And Wes is the one that didn't like it? No, 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 no. Wes liked it. Wes oh. and, like, one of the costume directors, I think, were the ones that found it. It was one of the producers. I think it was one of the Weinsteins, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> they do tend to have bad opinions. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hold his brother accountable for what Harvey did, but, you know. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, no, and now it's just iconic. Yeah. Which is cra- it's crazy. Saying- like, so many things that were almost not even a part of the movie have now become so iconic to the franchise itself. Yeah. But you're saying that the costume was, like, an actual costume before the movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they had to contact the costume designers and get the rights to, like, to use the face. And oh. they did. Um, but yeah. And it became- they made a killing off of that. Well, so did the designers of the costume. It became, I think, the highest selling costume of all time. I so, <laughs> I literally was. Time, but. I was shopping this morning and I saw a ghost face shirt. I should have bought it. You should have. It was too small. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely iconic. So iconic. Mm-hmm. How um, how fucked up did you think it was? One out of five. Oh, okay. It's just, like, as far as horror goes, it's not that fucked up. It's not really pushing any boundaries. Just, like, some good old-fashioned stabbings. Okay. All right. What did you Um, say? Well, I only said one and a half. Okay. um, It's just for the idea of high school school kids murdering each other. Fair. That bothers me. Yeah. Does it help if you know that, like... It's fake? Well, that is also, like... (laughs) Ski Ulrich and Matthew Lillard were almost never actually playing Ghostface. <laughs> it was almost, and almost every scene it was a stand-in, except for one. In the scene where Randy is like sitting on the couch, being like, "Jamie, no, turn around," and Ghostface is sneaking up behind yes. him. Yes, which is doubly funny because the actor who plays Randy's name is Jamie. So like. <laughs> Oh, that is funny. Yeah, you're even more so. Like, no, Jamie, really, turn around. Yeah, seriously. 
But uh, so that is actually Skeet Ulrich in the in the full costume. He had oh, he like yeah. specifically requested that he could do it at least in one scene, and they were like, "Okay, you can do it here." Ah, fun. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, which is funny because I'm pretty sure. I want to say that if you actually like map out who was doing what at what time, it's supposed to be Stu that's sneaking up on him. I'm pretty oh. sure. So like, <laughs> but it's, yeah, you know, does it really matter? No, he's in a mask. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I really liked kind of along the same lines. I really liked all of the scenes where it was like, they were obviously making fun of slasher movies just like that like turn around turn around and there's somebody behind you or yeah i can't think of another one off the top of my head but all of those little little tidbits were fun yeah made them more enjoyable i think i really like the one that's like like never say i'll be back and then Stu immediately says it but like obviously nothing happens to him because he's the killer so it's kind of like a little nod of like well he's allowed to say it because yeah well doesn't (laughs) he does he die he died at the end didn't he he does die at the end, but I think it's more so there saying, you. like, if you're the victims, you know, you don't say yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but the rule still applied. True. Because he said it, and then he was not back. Very true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, like, everybody died except Gail, Sydney, Randy, and Dewey. Dewey. Which actually, Dewey was supposed to die in this. Really? That was the original script. And then at the end of like filming and stuff, that last little night in the house, which I think they filmed for like 18 days, they made t shirts that were like, I survived scene like 118 or something like that. Cause oh like God. it lasted so long that they were like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, when they were like kind of wrapping up, Wes Craven was like, well, let's just film him in the ambulance just in case we change our minds. There you go. And he there did. he was. Yep, test audiences loved Dewey. He's like, all right, fine. So he just added in that scene at the last minute to like keep him alive. Yeah, because there was no indication that he was alive when he and Gail are just laying there on the floor. Like he wasn't even breathing, and she yeah. was clearly. So they did that on purpose because he was supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so like. <laughs> and then there he was. Last minute decision to keep Dewey alive. <laughs> well, I'm here for it. I liked him. Yeah. Well, okay, no. I'm lying because I thought he was the killer of the whole movie. Yeah, your opinion of him was probably sullied by you thinking that he was, he was a, a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck this guy. He's going around killing people. Because up until up until the um scene where he and Gail are like walking and they find the car, the dad's car, Dewey's never in the same place as Ghostface. And there's never enough time, or I mean, there's always enough time for him to switch over to go space and like back again. Yeah. So I was so convinced. Yeah. I think that, I mean, all of that was intentional. And I think like, especially at the time, like it was brilliant to have two killers because then it's like, True. you know, Billy was in prison. How could he have called Sydney? Mm-hmm. He didn't. Stu did. true True. there were all those types of things but i think one of the biggest hints that it is two killers is casey's death at the very beginning there's no way one person could have strung her up on the tree like that so quickly so i think if you really think about it logically 
yeah, there would have had to be two killers. <laughs> well, and even the scene where um, Sydney's in the car and like both sides of the car are locking and unlocking and the tailgate's opening. Not the tailgate. Well, that's because he had the little clicker though. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But also I think it's kind of a funny nod too, is that again in the beginning when Ghostface is like, he kills Casey's boyfriend and then he's like, all right, last question, like final question, which door am I at? It didn't matter what she chose. Yeah. One of them was at either door, so she was dead regardless. <laughs> so I think that, again, is kind of like, you think at the beginning, oh, she chose the wrong door. No, they were just both at each door. They were both at door. <laughs> yep. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. About that up. I know, which, again, like, one of the reasons why they kind of wanted to do that was because of rewatchability. Like, if you rewatch a scary movie and you already know who did it, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. They're not here in this scene, whatever. But then when you rewatch Scream, you're kind of like, which one of them is doing that? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Which one? What was the mo? I guess he he explicitly said there doesn't have to be a motive, but I was going to ask, what's the motive for killing the principal of the school? Um, I think it was, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I was about to like launch into an explanation, but then I realized I really don't. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You were so confident, and I then was. you I was like, actually, I think it's because, um, no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, mystery. Oh, wait. honestly, I thought you were going to say like, what were their motives? And then, and then I had a whole thing because like, obviously Billy's was like, yeah, because of his mother and Sydney's mother, but then like Stu didn't have one. And they actually like the writer, when he was deciding like, what Stu's motive would be because like why is he helping he pulled like everyone in the office and was like is it scarier to have a motive or not and it was split 50 yeah. 50 between people who were like no it's scarier when they don't and it's scarier when they do and so he was like all right well I got two killers so one will have a motive and one won't <laughs> <There we go. laughs> and they even said that they, they said that to Sydney like I don't have to have a motive yeah but they were also kind of wrong because they mentioned Patrick Bateman and Psycho and Hannibal Lecter, and both of them did have motives. So wrong, but <laughs> oh, see, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, you will one day, though. One day, one, one day. day. Episode four hundred and seventy-eight. Katie finally learns Hannibal Lecter's motive. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the one movie that I came into this saying I'm not going to watch. Silence of the Lambs. Sounds of the Lambs? Yeah. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because someone told you not to watch it. And my mom. Your mom's favorite movie is Mary Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, true. I think um, if your mom had seen Hereditary, she also would tell you not to watch that. So. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't imagine any of the movies actually that we've watched so far her saying yeah you should watch this yeah which fun fact nev campbell hates scary movies she didn't want to be in this movie <laughs> why was she so she originally said no and then they were like oh well we cast ski ulrich in this movie and she had already worked with him on the craft and she was like oh all right i'll do it <laughs> Aww. so she did it just to work with him again but then after it came out she got like 
tons of offers for horror movies and she turned them all Ooh. down she's like i don't want to be a scream queen i don't want i don't want that life and it didn't work because she's still considered one but <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah because this is and- not a scream queen I mean, like, in my heart, she is the scream. <laughs> but, yeah. And also, the craft is is horror, technically. It's a little I wouldn't bit know. horror. It's on our list. Because it is. is so I we should know, honestly publish it. Publish it? Like a novel? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just sorry. No. Like a website. <laughs> I know, but I don't know what order it's going to be in, you know? That's true. That's true. Because I've messed with the order so many times. Well, even if we just post a list, here's a list of all the movies that we're considering. That's true. But, like, originally, the Scream episode was not supposed to come out until, like, June. True. And here we are in March, and it's released, so. (laughs) And honestly, just like you said, if it's a horror movie, it's on the list, so. That's true. We had one of our friends send like a whole list of movies that they would like to see us talk about. And I was like, I'm pretty sure every single one of those is on the list. It was like 50 movies. It was a lot. (laughs) It was like, check, 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 check. Yep. And her list didn't even include foreign movies. No, I have a few foreign movies on there. Domestic ones. I know. Well, overall. Well, I know your answer, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess your answer, and then you guess mine. Your answer is five out of five. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Okay, but honestly, I adore this movie. It's by far the best slasher out there, in my opinion, at least. It's self-aware. They didn't overdo it though, to the point where it's like not horror anymore. Mm-hmm. I just love it so much. And I love Stumacher. I love Stumacher. I know that's problematic. I don't care. He's a fictional character. I could love him. I'd hang I out with honestly, him. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, okay. I'm going to guess that your rating was a four. And a half. Oh, yay. Okay. <laughs> it would have been a four for sloppy editing. But... Two things. One, that gives a little bit of character and a little bit of charm, so I can't hold that against it too much. Um, but Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, so that like automatically gives it an extra point five. Oh, okay. Even though she wasn't like actually in it, she was in it. Sort of. It still counts, I guess. Okay. Uh, you know what? Whatever gets it that four point five is. <laughs> yep. Whatever bumps it up in your rating system is fine. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned her several times. She was like, you see her multiple times. It counts. She's a squeam, squeam queen. <laughs> <laughs> She's a squeam queen. You know the ones. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. I'm not even gonna say it right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Um. It's such a good movie. I. Mm-hmm. I. I think up until now, I haven't gotten any of the self awareness from any other movies. Like. Um, uh. What's the What's the, the one with no, that one too. <laughs> Ugh. But what was the other one? It was like the third one. No, it was like the fifth one we watched. The fifth With one we watched was Train to Busan. Breastfeeding. Oh, Barbarian. Barbarian. I didn't see any self-awareness in that at all. And you did. Yeah. And the menu went Not right over my head. This movie was like perfect. 
You know what's funny? Awareness. When they, okay, so when Scream first started, when they first started submitting it to the MPAA for ratings, it, they just kept getting NC seventeen, NC seventeen, NC seventeen. They had to cut. What? Like, yeah, they they cut like a lot of the gore out. So like when Casey is hung up on a tree and like her guts are hanging out, they kind of cut. They made that a faster scene so that it wasn't as graphic. And they mm-hmm. kept getting it after like all these cuts. And finally, one of the producers went to like the MPAA, and they were they were like, "View it as a comedy. Watch it as a comedy." And it came back with an R after that because oh, like they were watching R is it. Still high. Yeah, but they were just watching it as a straight horror and not realizing that like it was also satire. Yeah, but also like uh, Skeet Ulrich, like he was playing it as straight horror. And then it wasn't until, like, a few scenes in that he was like, why did Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard keep making jokes? (laughs) (laughs) Wes Craven was like, because it's not just a straight horror. It's also a comedy and a satire. (laughs) Yeah, I I still maybe don't see the comedy of it all, but I do see the satire of it. And there were things that were. Yeah. You don't it's see the comedy in it? You didn't laugh when, like, Stu was no, I laughed. going off? <laughs> I laughed several times. There were several funny parts. But just because you laugh a couple times doesn't make it a comedy. Well, no. I mean, it's not straight comedy either. Yeah. But I think, like, that's what, that's what I'm saying when I say that the genres go so well together. Because you think of, like, a horror movie and, like, you're not going to laugh because it's scary or whatever. But, like, it's still got some jokes. True. You know? <laughs> Honestly, I think it was the perfect blend. I do too. <laughs> That's why it's a five out of five. <laughs> yep. I get it. I get the appeal. Yeah. All these years of you talking up Scream, and we're finally here. Yeah. I really love Ghostface. Who doesn't, though, right? <laughs> I get it. All right. Would um, you survive? What are the three rules? Don't say be right back. Don't have sex. And don't do drugs or drink. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fucked. <laughs> but <laughs> this is also a movie that breaks them. Sydney has sex. She lives. True. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I didn't go to a lot of parties. So I don't think I would have been there to get murdered. Okay. There you but go. I also don't know anything about horror movies. So if they had asked me questions about horror movies, like if I if I was Casey, I'm dead. If I was Sydney, not dead. Very accurate to the lore. <laughs> I think if I'm I'm Casey, I'm fine. I'm chilling. You would have said Mrs. Voorhees? 100%. Babe, I know my shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one got me too. I guess I was like, I was like, it's Jason. I almost said Freddy. No. But just now. Jason doesn't even wear his hockey mask in the first one. Well, (gasps) it's not Jason, but like, it's just a fucking potato sack. Isn't he also a child? Yeah, yeah, he's not really in the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert! But, but no, I would have said it too. 
Also, we never talked about the janitor named Fred. <laughs> That's played by Wes Craven. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> and it's literally the costume from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, actually? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, he did the first one, so. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. He almost, all sorts of yeah. So there's a line in Scream where, like, someone said, I can't remember if, I think it's Randy, says, like, about Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, well, the first one was good. The rest sucked. And, like, Wes Craven almost cut it because he was, like, I can't say that in a, about a movie I made but didn't make the sequels. <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> And then everyone else on set was like, no, you have to keep it because a real fan would say that. So like... <laughs> True. True. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, no, I think, I think I'm living. I never answer the phone unless I know who's calling me. So first of all, suck it, Ghostface. Second of all, if <laughs> I was Casey, I would have never broken up with Stu in the first place. Man's um, everything to me. So like, I'm chilling. Honestly, <laughs> I'm having a great time. Was that his motive? That well, was his motive. That was his motive for killing Casey, yes. Which they say at the fountain. Well, literally, Randy calls both of the killers immediately. He calls Steve out, at, or Stu out at the, Steve, Jesus, uh, Stu out at the fountain. He says, well, where were you? Didn't she break up with you for Steve? And Tatum's like, no, I thought you broke up with her for me. <laughs> He's like, well, I, I did. No. So that was the motive for them. And then in the video store, he Randy calls out that it's got to be Billy. So Randy knew. Randy knew the whole time. He Randy's the real knows. hero here. Randy's the MVP for sure. <laughs> mm. I'm really excited to watch all the rest of them and the scary movies. I'm excited. Okay, wait. There's a lot more movies that we have to watch before you can watch the scary movies, though. Like, if you okay. didn't like that you didn't get the references in this one, you will be lost if we watch the scary movie series. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. At least the main ones. I'll try to hit the main ones before we watch those because. Okay. Yeah, you need to watch I Know What You Did Last Summer for even the first one. So. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, you have to tell me, though. Because you made a face oh. earlier. Is Dewey the killer in a future movie? I can't tell you that. He is. I'm not telling you. <laughs> don't. You can't. Don't look it up. Wikipedia it. Don't Wikipedia it. Either you tell me or I Wikipedia it. <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Thank I'll watch you. it. But now I know. You don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm putting it. It's in the podcast. Okay. I think you that heard Dewey it. is one of the killers. You heard it here first. If in a future Scream movie we, we review it and Dewey it turns out to be a killer, I will send you um, $5 on Venmo. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. High stakes. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. All right. Next week? You know what time it is? It's time for you to guess what you think next week's movie is going to be about. Next week, we're watching another foreign film. It's French. It's called Martyrs. Okay. Martyrs. Yes. Is about a 
witchy cult. And they are trying to convince people to sacrifice themselves to the entity that they worship, who is the body of a human and the head of an animal. Probably a deer or a pig, but I don't want to make any significant conclusions. I just I want to leave it a little bit more general. So an animal head, body, body of a person. And there's a girl in the movie and one of her family members is the cult leader. I just I just told you that wait. I, just, <laughs> I literally just said hereditary. That was the plot I just gave. <laughs> It really actually was. Yes. Shit. <laughs> well. Fuck. Okay. Well, I'm sticking with it. All right. I think, it, I think it's very like hereditary. You think it's, yeah, it's on the French remake. Plot. Well, Martyrs came out in 2018. So, or uh, 2008. Not, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so wait well before Hereditary. (laughs) Yeah, Hereditary is the remake here. Okay, so Hereditary is the American remake of Martyrs. Even though there was an American remake of Martyrs. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. I think there's going to be some sort of sacrificing. I mean, just the word Martyrs. Martyr, yeah. Yeah. I figured you'd get at least that much. (laughs) Yes. Okay. In some sense, there is sacrifice that is made, yes. Hmm. I think you did great, honestly. I, you know. <laughs> it's literally the last movie we watched. <laughs> it is. It is. I can't wait for you to predict the plot of the movie after Martyrs, and you're just going to describe Scream. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a killer named Scream. <laughs> oh no. I love this game. Okay. <laughs> you really did fantastic. Um, oh, thank you. I better I be like, a bigger deer. Listen, that was a fair guess, considering the fact that as someone who is not in the depths of horror, you would not know anything about martyrs, period. So, like, right. all you have to go off of is the title. Yeah. And obviously, hereditary is fresh on your brain. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I need to start writing these down so that I can, like, read them and know that, okay, that's not the plot of Scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you do a little homework first. <laughs> okay. okay. Maybe yeah. send them to me. I'll be like, no, that's the plot of <laughs> Yeah, no. Babe, you watched that movie already? We already watched that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Although, honestly, there are some movies that you could almost describe the plot of something else and it would be fairly close. So. That's true. That's true. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, me too.
All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week when we talk about the 2008 psychological horror French film, Martyrs. Bye!